Hello, everybody, and welcome to Artist Corner. Today, I have a special guest, Bill Wirtz. Would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, no. Fine by me. I'm Nolan Brewer, and I'm a musician, and I'm also the host. I you've probably seen Bill from multiple places online. He's he's known for being a a musician, animator. He he animates his own music videos. He he has his website where you can actually view a ton of his work and even ask him questions. And we had a call last week where you told me you were around your one millionth question. Is that right? No, I that was probably just an estimate. Oh, and just an estimate. Sorry about that. Yeah. How, it might be two million, it might be <laughs> half a million. Might be. Oh. That's still really cool though. But yeah. Yeah. Thanks for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'll get right into the questions. Have you ever played around with different types of tuning systems? Yes. What are your thoughts on that? I did not have a particularly good time. Which one did you mess around with? The I I tried doing the pure uh, I tried making it pure. I mean I tried making it pure because this is a crazy first question but to, <laughs> but that's fine. I've I've seen I I have a um yeah i i don't know if i should try not to repeat myself contemplating whether to avoid repeating myself or not i've i've written extensively about this um yeah so i'm sorry to anyone who's already read the extended write-up of this uh situation yeah do you have a? Do you have I don't a, know. Should I? Should should I? Should I talk about it or no? Feel free to do what you want. I could talk about it. Yeah, I don't know. That's 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 crazy that you just said. I'm first of all, I'm glad I'm <laughs> glad that you're uh, I'm glad that you're hosting this because clearly I don't know what I'm doing. Um, at one point, you mentioned you offered like if I want to host it, and I was I was not sure uh, <laughs> if I'd be capable of that. But uh, wow. Okay. So right away, first question. That's a pretty heavy question. Yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah. have a preferred, a preferred? So there's a four. It's a four forty and a four thirty two. Okay, so if you're talking about where the A goes, that's fine. I mean, I leave it at four forty. I mean, it, it it is it is actually exhilarating to put it somewhere else because it sounds really fresh. But I think of, but in the last thirty years, everything has everything has been locked to a forty in the digital age since there's like no more tapes usually. So it's anything in the past 30 or even 40 years is pretty much locked to a 40 even after you hear it there used to be in the old old days people used to complain that the the radio was sped up to get more commercials so it's at the wrong pitch but that's not true anymore even if they do speed it up the pitch is staying the same so everything is at 440 so i just think of i don't know i think of that musician practicing along to um practicing along to recordings and then something comes on, like beat it comes on and they're just like, oh, what am I going to do now? Something that's halfway in between, you know? So I just, I don't know. On one hand, it is fresh to put the, to, to calibrate it differently. It, it will sound super fresh, uh, but I don't know. So I just keep it normal. 
have you ever do you ever hear a difference when you're listening to music do you can you tell which tuning well sometimes it's sometimes you can tell if it's like different just because we're so used to hearing uh Pay four forty, so sometimes yeah, sometimes things sound sound out. Yeah, definitely. If you if, if yeah, if you hear four forty music all the time and then you hear something different, it will it will sound fresh. Yeah, yeah. but that's only part of the question though, because you said different tuning systems. Um, yeah, so I mean, yeah, one day this this is kind of old news. I feel guilty saying this because I've I've kind of rambled <laughs> about this before. Yeah, no, I tried I tried doing the pure thing. I tried setting it up so that it's all pure. So the major third is pure and you know cuz like cuz like they they teach you that okay, like the modern tuning system we use 12 tone tempered thing is really just a compromise, right? So you can play in all 12 keys equally. And so one day I yeah, so yeah, I tried I tried to set it up so that it's I was like, what if we, what if, what if I set it up so that it really is exact? Because so, so it's not a compromise. So like the major third is a harmonic, correct major third. Do you, are you, do you, you know what I'm talking about, right? I, I know bits and pieces, but I'm not okay. Not as okay familiarized familiarized with it all. Would okay. you mind? Would you mind explaining a little more? Okay, sure. Yeah. Well, so so a fifth. Well, an octave. Okay, op, octave is double the frequency. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Did you know that? Okay. Yeah. So a fifth is. Uh, one, one and a half, two and a half, fifth is three times the frequency divided by two. So that's one and a half. So the frequency of C times 1.5 should be the G. That would be a perfect, perfect fifth, like a perfect, perfect fifth, like totally like perfectly, perfectly in tune. But on our modern instruments, such as the one behind you or this one here, uh, it has to slightly, uh, compromise this is crazy i didn't realize i was going to be giving a lesson on that tempered uh, tempered tuning today yeah well yeah I'm, yeah i i think music theory is really powerful and i think learning it even if you know just the basics usually helps a lot yeah i only got about two percent of the way through that answer but i'm not sure if i should uh should go any further i might be talking about it for 10 hours no but I, yeah the the the, the shortcut to the, to the to the solution is um 12 uh 12 tone equal tempered is more more miraculous than i thought and i will not be using anything else sorry can you explain what equal temperament means yeah it means that the uh it means that well yeah i started to explain it like because like so a fifth perfect fifth is like oh yeah an octave yeah. we already decided an octave from c to c that's double the frequency you get what sounds like the same note an octifier if you triple it you get a g if you and then times four from the original note would be another octave and then times five from the original note would be something just about like an e it'll be like a c e it'll be like a major third if you have a guitar string and you use harmonics you like you know lightly you know put your finger on it, you'll hear that you'll hear the um what sounds like a dominant seventh chord you'll hear mm. you'll hear uh on a low e well pretend it's in the key of c i don't pretend it's in the key of e okay on the e string of e and then you hear another high e and then you hear a b and then you hear the next e and then you hear like about the next g sharp and then you hear about the next b then you'd hear like kind of like a d and then you'd hear another e and then you'd hear like another f sharp and then another g sharp and this is by 
going that's the harmonic doing, harmonics sorry this is by going across the fretboard right yeah just by... harmonics not pressing on a fret but just you know lightly grazing oh yeah cool do you yeah. think do you think the harmonic series yeah do you think the timber of the instrument affects that the harmonic series is not going to change huh. it's either i mean it's going to work or it's not going to work but you wouldn't you wouldn't get like if you harmonic series won't change that's just like overtones it's like multiplication like you multiply the frequency of the original note times two times three times four times five times six so huh. yeah so then there's, so there's the idea like okay so what if uh what if your g to c c to g note was a actual perfect fifth like what if the g was actually exactly 1.5 times the frequency because if you set that up to like get it to be pure you wouldn't be able to play in all 12 keys or at least that's what we're that's what we're all taught i guess um so yeah because like 12 tone equal temper tuning is like some magic compromise that allows you to like play in all 12 keys so yeah so one day i decided to, to like say okay fine forget 12 keys let's just see how it sounds at one see if i can get it to actually be like pure in ones and i was expecting that i would get a really pure major chord sound that like doesn't vibrate like if you play a major third it kind of vibrates a little it kind of is not actually it doesn't have that perfect like perfectly uh pure sound it kind of vibrates a little so yeah so i figured i'd try to set that up and then pandemonium ensued because <laughs> yeah logistics i mean i don't know if i should ramble on with this but but if you so so you know what the c is going to be so then you know what your g is going to be because that's the fifth so then what's the f going to be i guess you could assume that's going to be like a fifth down from the c so you set that up and then it's like okay what's the e going to be i'm thinking key of c for now what's the e going to be let's say it's going to be that perfectly harmonic major third sound which would be five times the original frequency divided back down so it's in the same octave okay so set that up so then minor third now you have to define what a minor third is so for now i guess you could say that it's the relationship of that g that we established and that e that we established so that means up a pure major third and then down a fifth right or down a pure major third and then up a fifth so you set that up so now let's set up the D note. And I've, I did this like 10, 10 times in different ways, but let's just, I'm just trying to fill in all the notes, trying to figure out what they should be and how their frequency should actually be derived. So you mm. divide, so the D let's say is derived from the G. So that's C and then a fifth and then another fifth or back down a fourth, which is the same thing. Okay, so then let's say, now what's the A gonna be? And I think you can already see the trouble on the horizon because there's two ways now to calculate the A. You can calculate a major third away from the F that we already established, or you could do a fifth away from the D that you already established. And it turns out those are mm. going to be very different, different values. Either way you do it, let's say you put you set the A so that it's a major third away from the F, a pure major third away from the F. So take the F, multiply it times five, and divide it back down the octave. Now, guess what? Your D to the A, which should be a fifth, is going to sound horrible. I think in the ancient old times, they used to call that the wolf fifth or the, the wolf. Uh, anyway, it's going to be terrible. <laughs> so I was thinking, I had this idea that in the old days with the pure tuning, it was fine if you want to just play in one key, but you reach, you have problems if you try to play in F sharp. But actually mm -hmm. the problem is even worse. If you set it up, even just in one key, 
for example, the way the way I just set it up, the, the D to A is like a nightmare. So now you could set up the D to A so that it's good, but then like your F major chord is going to be a disaster. Mm. So it's like, and I, I must've played around with this for several days and it was quite, it was quite <laughs> shocking to me. I, and a whole cascade of other realizations. So that I realized you're changing, you're kind of changing the relationship between the different intervals of each chord, right? Am I am close? I was, I was, well, you asked me if I've ever played around with different tuning systems. So I yeah. did what I thought was common sense, which is to try to figure out what this original pure tuning thing was mm. before the big 12 tet, 12 tone equal temperament compromise happened, which was probably like 200 years ago or something. I actually don't know when it happened. It was hundreds of years ago. Um, so yeah, so I tried to work it out. And again, I was shocked to find out just putting together like a C major environment when it came down to these relationships mostly the relationships like that would be in that d minor chord the relationships between the d note f to g to a those relationships there's like two ways of common sense to figure out how they should be and they disagree and yet you need the d minor chord itself to be cohesive as a chord so if you get that to be pure then those notes are not going to be pure in the in the one chord so basically i ran into catastrophic problems way sooner than I thought I would. And it brought up some crazy implications about like, basically what does, what is that second chord? What are the real relationships supposed to be with that second chord? And by that second chord, I mean, basically something with, I was saying it's something with G in the bass. I'm still talking in the key C, something with G in the bass and like D and F in it, maybe A, maybe G doesn't really matter. Sort of like G7 sus4. It's like, you know, thousands and thousands and millions of songs use this type of chord across any genre pretty much it's like the one chord is the c major and then the other thing which includes the d note probably and an f note and, and that so, so like d f g c whatever d or just d minor or whatever that's the secondary chord let's call it so yeah what what the heck is <laughs> supposed to be the pure relationship between those notes because if you make it a pure, if you make that a pure chord, then you're going to actually get individual notes changing their frequency slightly because you're going to use the F that belongs in the secondary chord or like the D that belongs in the secondary chord. They're, they're going to have to change. Like if you go to a C chord, to an F chord, to an A minor chord, to a D minor chord, you're going to have to get notes that are slightly change, slightly changing to agree. But the magic of it is, is that those notes actually don't change from chord to chord. So you can like, you can like, have a d in the melody like that holds from a g chord and into a d minor chord and, the, and they don't change so yeah it was it was uh mm. i don't know it was do pretty you, profound do you think that the the voicing of the chord can can make it easier to to make it all work well what what i discovered is that 12 the 12 tet system is more special than i thought mm. that's what i discovered it's because with that you can just play all those notes and you're fine so it's like more than just you need it to play in all 12 keys it's like no you need it to play in just one key i was very surprised at this i must have gone several days down this rabbit hole so do, when you when you think about that do you think about modes in any way the different modes like phrygian lydian no. all no. that mm. no do you think that 
do you think that different modes can can also affect the relationship of the chords I'm not sure what you mean, actually. i mean so let's say you have let's say you have a chord progression and maybe it's like c a minor f g and then you're sorry can i think for a second Sure. Do you think that the the mode affects the kind of emotion that comes across with what you're playing? Are we still talking about tuning systems? Yeah, I mean, in so actually, I don't really know. Sorry, I'm a little Okay, confused. that's all right. I apologize. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was that 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 was a heavy first question. At least it had a heavy. It has a heavy answer. So that's Yeah. that's why I was like cautionary. Well, I was being cautious about what I get into. I think I I could have done a better job, honestly, of of maybe asking. No, no, no. That was a perfectly fine question. It's a perfectly fine question. And the answer is no. I not anymore. The answer is like, I'm sold on twelve. Well, it's also fun to move around however you want with the trombone or with. voice uh, you know that's fine i want that i want a full range of pitch but i don't want a different i don't want any different system of in tune notes other than 12 set and i'm not alone in this because like every song you hear pretty much anywhere and yes including other countries like in africa or anywhere like they use 12 set Yeah. and you buy any instrument and it's 12 set also tuned to a440 which it doesn't have to be but that's just nice that we all agree But any music program, and you go and like do anything, it'll be Oh, twelve tech, and and it's it might it might seem like and it might seem like well someone ought to like try something different and sure you can try something different but yeah I, I'm almost disappointed in how boring this answer sounds but No, I think yeah it's really interesting. It's really complicated to me, so twelve I'm I'm trying yeah my best to twelve tet is worth it twelve tet is worth worth the hype but no one's hyping it but in practice they are because. everyone in the world uses it for everything your Yeah. ringtone like the ringtone on this call uses it i mean like everything uses it Yeah. Wow, that was all really interesting. I think I haven't really thought about it too much personally. I guess I I mean I didn't even know what what equal temperament meant really. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah it's the world we it's the world we all live in it's the world your keyboard lives in <laughs> and it's what allows you well it's what allows you to play in every key and have it sound the same but Yeah. it's also what allows even one key to sound good when you go from C to D minor, stuff What like do you that. what do you think would happen if all of a sudden all of that just changed if we just for some reason started using another another tuning system I don't know. I, I, I don't know why that would happen. I guess it's just kind of a hypothetical Yeah, nothing would <laughs> sound as good. true yeah cool i was wondering what kind of what kind of music When you so when I hear when I listen to your songs, I kind of hear some some influences, and I won't ask you specifically about who, who your your main artist influences are, because I think last week on our previous call you told me you don't really like hearing that question, Mm -hmm. thank god but you're hosting this this is wonderful <laughs> but I I will say I do hear some influence from maybe reggae music or. yeah 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 
or I'm trying to think what else. Reggae I can and to that. definitely pop. Yeah. And I'm trying to think. I don't know. I think I hear reggae, pop, jazz, fusion, and just a lot of interesting genres. Sure. I was wondering what what kind of genres do you think that you you listen to the most? Well, I, I don't know. I think I've, something broke in my brain and I can't, I don't know what the word genre means anymore. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a good point, actually. Like, I don't, it's, it's my problem, but I mean, yeah, that word is broken for me. It doesn't make any sense to me. Do you, so when, when you make music, then do you kind of just. Even, wait, even though I still know, I, I, I still vaguely get what, it, they're, they're vague. I mean, like they're vague terms and they're useful in a vague sense, but beyond that, like, Yeah, they, they are. They do have a usefulness. Like you said, oh, how about reggae? I was like, yeah, hell yeah. I mean, just generally meaning some a few vague things. Um, I guess, I think, I think yeah. everything associated with reggae has an extremely good reputation. So it's definitely, I'm definitely not shy about saying yes. I think to I that get what one. you mean. But uh, yeah, I mean, you just never know. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So when you make music, you don't think about genre at all really of course not no no like no that word is so weird that word is so broken for me and like anytime anyone asks me about it i'm like i have to take a really <laughs> deep breath because it's like a system failure in my brain it's like a it's like a system crash and i have to like navigate my brain crashing in order mm. to answer a question that has to deal with that word it's like so insane and even if there were genres why would it not be like why would you not want to break them immediately like You know what I mean? Like, why would you want anyway? If the word is broken for me, and yeah, it's, it's my problem. I'll accept responsibility for that. So I have been getting to know you a bit in the past week or two, and I've I've learned that you really don't like rules. I think that's inspiring to me. I don't know if I would say it that way. I think rules are wonderful. Rules are wonderful, and 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 uh, one of the most basic things you can mm. do to exercise a rule is to try breaking it. So maybe that. Maybe that gave you the idea that I don't like them, but it's that that Sorry, wouldn't be I, true at all. I shouldn't have I shouldn't have voiced your your opinion for you. That's okay. Yeah, no, that. I, I, rules are rules are wonderful, wonderful and fun, including including uh, breaking them and then rebuilding them. Yeah, hmm. just breaking them, building them, breaking them, building and breaking them. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Can I think for a second? I'm, Yes, I want to also say I'm really sorry. I'm really uh, I was going to say I'm sorry for not. Um, you said earlier. You said, "Can you introduce yourself?" And I said, "Like absolutely not." And I, <laughs> I I I feel bad about that, but I don't. I I think I don't. I don't quite know how to do that. Oh, so I'm I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, no problem, that. man. I mean, for saying that. I'm I'm still learning myself. I think. Yeah. Really, when I when I when I do the podcast. I, I learned through each episode on how to do different things by by actually doing the episode. And yeah. now when I introduce myself, I I just say I just say my name and maybe just say something about myself like I'm a musician and then yeah. I let everyone know that I'm the host so there's no confusion. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if if that's something that if that's how you want to introduce yourself or not, but I think you'll figure it out. Yeah. Cool. Is that a, 
pull in the spring water bottle? Yes, I believe so, yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's not a sponsor, but it's just it's not it's not a sponsor, but some some brands are so huge that you just I yeah. could try to I could try to leave it out, but it's <laughs> like whatever i mean there's yamaha written on that base you know like what are you gonna do like you make a movie and there's a mcdonald's logo in the background like what are you actually gonna do like some brands are just so big that it's actually extremely hard to avoid them yeah so, hopefully hopefully they don't sue sue us it, or it actually more, no, they sue not, me i mean no well, i'm not saying anything bad about it like i i have i have one of these in my hand like every time you've ever seen me i have one of these in my hand so <laughs> i have extra i have an extra one under the desk for lined up for the for the next one nice Do you have any exercises that helped you get better at rhythms? I don't know. That is a long time ago. Um, no, just lifelong using it. Yeah. Yeah, I've never had a problem with rhythms. Rhythms came really easy to me. Wow. Did never. you ever ever have a problem with keeping in time then? No. Hmm. I, I feel guess... guilty saying that because it sounds like I... But I mean, no, I've never had any problems with that. <laughs> Do you think that practicing with a metronome is required for that? Practicing with people will be better. Metronome is nice. Almost 100% of music, especially popular music that's been recorded, in, again, the last 40 years, has been recorded on the click to a metronome. So I feel like if you have surrounded yourself with that kind of music, I feel like perfect time would be pretty much intuitive i would think um i don't know i've heard that using drum drum tracks too really helps i don't know if you've ever done that i've seen people who are so obsessed with the metronome and then they get on a live gig and they start freaking out about <laughs> as as if as if like the metronome is like the authority but it's but if you're playing with real people and you're not playing to a click I think it's more important to not think about, yeah, I think it's more important to not think about metronomes and stuff like that. If you're playing with real people in a real room with a real audience, I think it's more important to think long-term and mm. to just think more long-term and don't like, um, yeah, just think more long-term. If you, if you don't have to. anyone to practice with, do you think practicing by by having your piano and then watching a live performance and playing with with the video could be a good idea sure that could be good if you if there's no one around if there's no people then yeah clicks clicks are cool hmm. you know i mean if, if there's no one around and you're recording your own music you might be doing it with a click i mean if you're recording multi-track um arrangements you probably want to use a click because like i mean it'd be pretty tricky to do that without a click because there's nothing solid to hold it in place. Like, you know, it'd like be like building a building without putting the like foundation in, just trying to kind of build each wall and hope they kind of line up, you know? I don't know. Yeah, if there's no one around, yeah, clicks probably, clicks are probably good for you, I think. I think all there's so many grids nowadays, especially with DAWs and all the music softwares. I was mm -hmm. wondering, have you ever thought about making your own program for for your music and just no. not having a grid not having a grid yeah uh i use the grid so i wouldn't want to go without a grid if i'm doing multi-track i want the grid hmm. um 
yeah if i'm doing multi-track i want the grid i wouldn't but you can take the grid out i think in any i think you could take it take it out if you wanted to but if you're doing something that's one track and you want to i mean i still use the grids there but i just ignore it if you're doing something like spoken word or something that doesn't have a grid yeah in some cases i don't use a grid if i'm doing really short um like really short musical bits that are jumping in with spoken word content like that those types of things i don't use a grid hmm. but the grid is still there but they just ignore it it's not a problem yeah for the listen for the listeners who don't know bill bill is also a programmer and that's that's kind of why i asked that question because mm -hmm. yeah i was mm -hmm. speaking of that i was wondering who are some programmers that really interest you in modern times? I don't, I, don't, I don't think I know any. You don't? No. I, I was listening to an interview a while ago, and someone mentioned Ray. I think his name is Ray. It starts with a Kerr, I think. Ray, sorry, can I? Yeah, is, is that how you say it? Yeah. Well, I just had to say that guy's name. I'm just yeah. a wild guess that that's who you were talking about. Yeah, is he a programmer? Sorry. I actually sure yeah i bet he is a programmer yeah of course how could he not be a programmer yeah it's not you... like that probably wouldn't be the first thing in his like um bi biography maybe it is i don't know what do you he's think the of... guy who no he's the guy he's the guy who's i mean as of the last several decades he's the guy that gives talks about moore's law and about how like moore's law has every every yeah every one of his talks is like oh by the way moore's law is still holding and the singular singularity is still happening and here's my evidence that I'm right about this. And also he's a real good news. Uh, he's really into the good news thing. He's really into like, Sorry, what's uh, that? like, like basically saying like, look on the bright side, like the world situation oh. is not terrible yeah. the way everyone says. Anyway, I haven't checked up on him recently because I think he was saying things should really be cooking by now. <clears throat> so especially with AI, right? Yeah. Which it is, but it's, uh, who knows? I don't know. Yeah. He's, he's cool. He's optimistic. Yeah, I mean so, his name is on the uh, keyboards because he helped design the. Oh, I didn't know keyboards. that. Yeah, that's the same Kurzweil. Oh wow! I think that's Stevie cool. Wonder worked on that. Well, I could be wrong about that, but I love Stevie yeah. Wonder. He's awesome. Yeah, right. he's pretty special, isn't he? Yeah. Do you have, do you do you know how to play any of his songs? I don't know what that means. Sorry. <laughs> do I know how to play it? I mean, I don't know what that means. Could you? I'm trying to come up with a way to get you to answer the question. Yeah. Could you play relatively the notes of one of his songs on an instrument? The notes. Sure. Ah. Yeah. I mean, like, if I, I mean, like play a song, I'm not going to play the exact every note that he plays. Like, you know, like if you say a sentence that someone else said, you're not going to like inflect your voice in the identical way. Cause I mean, mm -hmm. you know, but yeah, no, I don't, I would not. Uh, well, his songs are actually quite complicated. So in some cases, if I were going to play it or do an arrangement, yeah, I'd have to check mm. up on it and be like, what, do I have that chord right? Yeah, but no, I mean, generally, no, not really a problem. Yeah, speaking of arrangements, do you ever write sheet music or transcribe anything? I have done a way? lot of that. I have done a lot of that, especially in my youth. Do you still do it now? Uh, not so much. No. Hmm. Do you so? When you're learning music, do you wait? Do you learn new songs then, or? I don't know you, exactly what you mean by that. So do you? Sorry. 
when because you, you you told me recently that you kind of disconnected from the radio and a lot no, of no not no not not so much no sorry can I you say that can you explain it then explain what what you meant when you said that to me i don't i don't recall saying that Sorry, I'm so glad. I'm so I'm so great. I'm so grateful that you're hosting this show because I would be having a miserable time if I was trying to do it. I wrote down some things, but I have no idea. I'm I've been, if I'm being honest, I'm so I'm trying to think really hard right now. That's okay. I'm trying to think of the right words to get you to answer that. Yeah, to answer which which one. Just if you if you learn new songs on piano. Yeah. Playing a song is not going to be a problem for me. Like if I've heard a song a couple of times, even if I wasn't trying to memorize it, I I can play it. It's not it's not a problem. Stevie Wonder is an exception slightly cuz he does kind of go out of his way to make things super complicated, but so maybe I'd need to take a little bit closer look at it, but no, it's not going to be a problem. Hmm. Do you, so I think in your music you you work with a lot of different types of samples am I right uh sort of yes and no have you ever used a clavinet that in kind of sure. like that yeah that sort of sound yeah that'll, that'll show up yeah yeah how did you learn to get the technique for a clav Maybe I don't know. Maybe I have a bad understanding of what a clavinet is. It seems to be work the same as a piano keyboard, but maybe I have no idea what well, I'm talking about. I've never guess, used a real one. I guess what I mean is in in funk, especially with how Stevie Wonder plays it. He kind of with with superstition. It's mm -hmm. I actually I know a little bit of it. It's it's a lot of staccato, I think. Staccato meaning short notes. Short notes and bouncy uh -huh. movements. Sure. Do you do you have any advice to learn how to do that in funk? Yes. Yes. Throw yourself into a band as soon as possible where you are suddenly responsible for just just doing it on the gig and suffer through if you if you feel uncomfortable doing it, suffer through those first 10, 20, 30, 40 gigs and then you'll have it. It won't be a problem. That's kind of like me doing these interviews, to be honest. I, I just yeah. threw myself in. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm there. I'm there with that now. I'm like, like, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. You've been doing a lot of interviews recently, by the way. I think Yeah, I've I've yet to actually host one, so I don't know if that'll be different. You know, I go on as a guest and sometimes I'm like, damn it, I wish I could be hosting, but I <laughs> don't think that would be easier. I do not think that would be easier. Yeah, that that by the way, earlier he mentioned something about him hosting this episode and i asked him during a call if he wanted to host because he does want to do his own talk show eventually oh you're talking about me okay yeah okay i was just telling the listeners to clear Got up it. any confusion yeah yeah you mentioned yeah you want to host and i was like well yes and no <laughs> so yeah no i'm so glad that you have something something written down even even if it's like even if it's like questions that make screws go loose in my brain like you know. no, that, yeah i think that's the most interesting stuff in my opinion i think at the beginning i i could have 
done better maybe asking you to explain stuff. So I, I will continue to do that for the rest of the episode. If sure, sure, lost. sure. Yeah, yeah, it is definitely, it's definitely, I definitely, um, yeah. If you don't get something, definitely there's no point in the other person to keep talking. Hmm. Yeah, that's actually that's a, a great big, point. That's a big problem sometimes, with especially when people are like, confused and they're so far beyond confused and then they're afraid to admit it it's really not going to do any good for the other person to just keep talking and yeah you're going to be wasting both people's time so it's it's, it's wonderful to yeah i've actually like, thought about this a lot to be honest i think with school especially oh yeah absolutely there's so many situations where honestly teachers just don't want you to ask questions really and it yeah it's yeah i think it it really I think it really hurts curiosity in some yeah. ways. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think that's about right. Can I think for a second? Sure. I've been asking that a lot lately, by the way. Does that... Do I have no, that... no, that's, that's revolutionary. <laughs> that, is revol that is like iconic. Oh, man, I promised myself I would... I'd, <laughs> I hated the, I used to hate the word iconic and now it's just, I'm leaning into it now. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I've never heard anyone use that like you do. It's brilliant. It's absolutely wonderful. Who was, like, the, last, gonna, who was the last bass player you listened to? Last bass? Well, yeah, I, I would love to say that I don't make a habit of just listening to a bass player or knowing who a bass player is, but I did actually spill the beans on the last show that I was on that I, I do make a habit of tuning into Sherry Reed's channel and just watching whatever the heck he's doing, yeah. which in one, it, it goes against, I mean, I'm not saying that I think the music sounds better with the bass three times too loud, but at the same time, I so appreciate that he just throws the iPhone on the stand <laughs> while he's rocking out. And yes, I wish I could be in the church. And I did actually one time tune into a live stream of that church. So here's, and it was ridiculous. It was so much, so much better. But yeah, I mean, I'm jealous of his job, basically. Yeah. In that I case, mean, it's because I'm jealous of his job. And I'm talking, like I said, I'm not talking about, he has <laughs> one video from like 15 years ago in a church where he's going crazy and it's got like a billion views. But I'm not referring to that one specifically. I'm talking about more, more modern times, just the regular Sunday videos where he just flips his iPhone on and throws it on the stand. And it's awkward camera angle awkward sound because the bass <laughs> is too loud but i mean it's hit or miss but i mean it's yeah I i'm jealous of the job that's it sorry what was the bass player's name again sherry reed sherry reed reed Sher sherry reed yeah you, you probably will not have any trouble finding him yeah uh, the other, uh, other guys too I, just, I i i love to just tune into like gospel gigs like yeah. real nice gospel gigs yeah i, I have do you know who Corey henry is i don't recall you don't Oh, well, he's not a bass player, so I guess it doesn't really relate. But he is sure a gospel. He is a gospel player. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily memorize names of all the people that I watch. So it's likely I've seen him or heard him. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. What's What's your favorite? Oh, that's your... another thing that makes it. Sorry, I'll let you continue. But that, and I take full responsibility for this. But that's another thing that causes screw to just pop right out of my brain. Okay, I'll I'll reword it. What what do you enjoy most about seeing something live rather than over a video? Well, it's been a long time since I've seen something actually live in person, but 
Now there's a lot of things that are way better. One thing is the cohesive sound is good. I mean, if you're seeing a, a thing through a video, it's actually okay sometimes if it's just taking room audio on the video. It's weird. Sometimes if you see a recording of a, of a concert and they've got the direct feeds of everything, it can be really terrible. I mean, if they haven't mixed it or anything. Whereas someone with just an iPhone in the room is going to actually sound much better, even though the quality might be weird, but you, it's more cohesive. So you can hear, can hear the, the room. I don't know. You know why that is? Why, why, wouldn't it, why, why I don't know why it wouldn't be that way. Yeah, that's true. Do you think, yeah. do you think, does having the video with the audio make the delay worse compared to if you just had audio? Delay? Yeah. Sorry, I don't know what we're talking about now. Because with video, you know how there's, with a live stream, for example, there's, there's going to be a delay. Yeah, in conversation, yes. Yeah. Do you think for a performance that if it was just live streamed, just the audio alone, that no, that would there's change? A, there's the, the, the delay doesn't delay doesn't matter if there's only one way communication. If a concert is being live streamed, it could be delayed by ten seconds. It could be delayed by five hours. The song is still going to sound the same, hmm. right? Because it's all yeah. equally delayed. Yeah, the delay that. I think you're talking about it in conversation when there's two way and you have to respond to it. So the thing gets there and then you have to wait until the other person has heard it and then they, they speak. So if you're trying to like do like, for example, if we were trying to do collaborative live music together on this stream, it'd be catastrophic because the yeah. delay that we're experiencing right now is probably at least half a second or more. So you can't do that unless you have, I don't know, some kind of special system. Yeah. Yeah. Also, thank you for, for saying when you can't understand one of my questions, that helps a lot. Sure. What got you into computer programming? Necessity, hating, hating the, hating the features that are there. Did you ever necessity? It's not something that's been with me for my whole life. It's just something that out of necessity. Yeah. Hmm. Did you ever do it for a job or anything? Um, yes and no, not, not exactly. Not quite. Yes. Yes. And no see what i have listed here would you mind saying what you used it for or have used it for in the past i use it for like my own my own productions like like my own producing my own music producing my own video yeah oh. i i kind of have taken matters into my own hands in, in various ways Interesting. on both sides on the audio and on the video yeah yeah do you have any I keep, for some reason, I, I always think of asking questions that are similar to what's your favorite or yeah, yeah, any, yeah. any preferred whatever. So, I'm, yeah, I, I don't have much to say about, about, uh, sorry, never mind. I retract that. I'm just trying to All think right, what, what programming languages have you used more in which ones do you, I'm trying to think. How to yeah, say yeah, it I think I don't I don't know if that's uh, 
I just I just do what I have to. I just do what I have mm-hmm. to to get by. I mean, I find myself using whatever is available, whatever 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 the system I'm in can understand. Yeah. Interesting. But they're all kind of similar, honestly. They'll go top to bottom. Sometimes you need a colon to signify when the if statement starts. Sometimes you need the word then to. Sometimes it uses indentation to tell whether you're inside of a clause or not. And sometimes you, if you don't have that, then you need the word end. But it's all, it's all, it's all. If I'm being honest, I don't have any experience with that. So all of that is yeah. really confusing to me. That's okay. Yeah. Would you, it's, would you have, yeah. would you have any ideas of where someone like me could start if they did? Yeah, no, but the first question is why? You see what I'm saying? Like that that's not how I that's not how I got into it. I didn't get into it saying like, wow, programming seems really cool. I think I'll get into it. That's not oh, how it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was out of necessity. Yeah. There was some stuff that I was using that I hated. So I tried every possible way that I knew how to fix it. And when I couldn't fix it that way, I started to break the damn thing open. And, and then I already had a goal in mind. So there was no need for like a how do I get into it? There's it was more like you had to. How do I fix this? problem yeah so at first it's like okay here's the code now i can't read a damn thing in here but somehow you you find the part of it that ought to be related to what you're trying to do and you flip that one bit and you're like oh wow now i know what that part does and then just so there was not uh there was not a desire to get into programming just for the heck of it Mm. it was because i needed it you know yeah it'd be like you know like 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 you're um yeah like your roof is leaking and there's no one around to fix it so like you figure out how to fix roofs and then it's like someone asks you so how did you how do for those of you for those of us who want to get into roof leak fixing how would you go about uh getting into it i don't know just trying to think of an analogy to the situation i think i get it yeah it's yeah i guess my way of understanding it is being more of a problem solver yeah and not not looking at something just because you think it's cool and actually doing something because you want to actually do that thing Mm -hmm. wow yeah that's really interesting can you explain what the timber of an instrument is yeah sure um yeah i was gonna say speaking of um Yeah, speaking of editing, there was one. There was a there was a guy that did. I did a thing for a radio thing. I think it was an Australian radio station, and it was pre-recorded. And it was just like within ten seconds, I was like, I can't, I can't. This is not going well. We can't do this. So it's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, uh, yeah, T I M B R. Yeah, the, I I don't know. I think that just means the sound. It's just like the sound. That's it. The acoustic, the acoustics sound. I think most people pronounce it timbre. I, I think it's a French word. I, mean, I think that I mostly heard people pronounce it timbre. Um, I think it's a French word. It's a French word. Interesting. Just, that just means the sound. Most people do say timbre, I think. I mean, I don't want to, I, there's different ways to say it, but I think, yeah. I don't know why in my head I always say timber. Well, because it looks like timber. Yeah. If you pronounce it like in English, American English. It's, it's definitely wrong. That's okay, but yeah, 
have you have you thought about learning any new instruments sure um let me think i don't know i i don't know i don't know i don't know yeah no i mean in a, in another life i like i would be a guitar player just seriously a guitar player because there's like a lifetime of things to do on the guitar but i feel it would take a lifetime to explore but i just haven't done that yeah i mean well, i know how the guitar works and i can do you know i can i can operate a guitar more or less but it's yeah in another, if you, in another if you think about it there's there's a lifetime of things you can do on every instrument yeah i think it's i don't know it's really interesting to think about there's so much you can do with music and so yeah it's so cool to me mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. think about that stuff Do you know who James Jamerson is? I believe so. Do you know about how he played with only one finger? I didn't know that. Bass player? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah. I'm sure I've heard him for sure because isn't he like extremely prolific on famous recordings? I actually haven't Motown, heard him. Right? I haven't heard him. Well, maybe maybe I have. No, you Mo have. Motown. You have. I mean, yeah. Motown. He's a Motown player, right? Yeah. No, you but... You hear him we walk into the walk into the Walgreens you hear him. <laughs> yeah, the reason why I asked that is because th there's this really there's this really good band called Wolfpack. Mm -hmm. And they have this really they they have I think the the leader or not leader, but can I think about this for a second? Sure. So Jack Stratton is one of the main members. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I need to I need to read. We might, have okay. to cut, we, not, we might have to cut this part out. No, don't cut this out. This is the best part. Okay, cool. So Jack Stratton, he's he's just one of the members. I'll just say that. I don't right. know if he's I've, the leader I've met, or... I've met, I know Jack Stratton. I've met him. Right, oh, really? Him, but I've met him. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. But I was going to say for... Should I have said there's no need for me to say that? I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was going to say if they, they have... Sorry, there's... I shouldn't have said that. I have to specify it. I shouldn't, I should, the reason I shouldn't have said that is just because it was a gratuitous, it was a gratuitous name drop. Mm. It was a gratuitous, I've met the guy. I should, there was no reason I should have said it. I'm, I'm glad and proud that I spent some time with him, but it has nothing to do with this conversation. Sorry. Do you want me to cut that out? I'm just training myself to be a better person. No. Okay, cool. So yeah, they have this side thing called Wolfmon. And mm. I think they have, I think they have this on one of their albums on Wolfmon. And it's just, it's just an audio recording of Jack talking about James Jamerson using one finger. And mm -hmm. it's, it's so, it's so Jack. Mm -hmm. It's really funny. I think he talks about Rick Rubin hitting on your girlfriend and talking about James Jamerson using one finger, trying to make a point. Mm. He's trying to make a point of how, from my understanding is, I think his point is about Cause he says to know your tools mm -hmm. and I think his point is to, to maybe use limitations to your advantage. Yeah. What do you think? Oh yeah. That's a classic. Use limitations to your advantage. By the way, please let me know if this mic starts scraping against everything. Oh, it has, I don't think it has so far. Good, 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 good. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it does. And it's a nightmare. 
yeah limitations that's a classic that's a classic yeah um yeah do you have any additional thoughts to add to that oh yeah i mean i mean yeah i mean it's raining it's raining uh it's it's, it's raining good um what do you call it good good that, that that that's a well-known thing yeah limitations yeah i think yeah i just thought that that audio recording was really really funny too but and what does that have to do with playing with one one finger did he only have one finger i don't think so okay i yeah he, definitely not mm -hmm. but i was just i why did i say that it's okay. sorry am i going completely off rail that's it's a good thing anyway. I might need to think for a second. That's There's a, the, the, the thing that I relate to about the about the about the limitations. The, the reference that comes to mind, unfortunately, is another name drop, and I don't know how to get around this. And I'm embarrassed to say that I haven't heard the original. Um, it's from a it's from a Jack White song, and I'm I'm embarrassed to say that I haven't heard the song. And this is John Green telling me about about this. And he said, "It doesn't matter if you've heard the song. Let me just tell you the lyrics." And it has to do with, it's called like the big room or the little room or something. Forgive me. Someone's heard it, uh, is going to know hopefully what I'm talking about. It's like, you, you have a, you have a, geez, I'm paraphrasing. Start <laughs> no out in a little room. You start out with a little room. And if you do the thing really good in the little room, then it gets bigger and you're going to need a bigger room. But then you're going to need to figure out how you did what you did in the little room. Cause then the room is too big and it's too overwhelming. And then, you know, it's a, it's Sorry, like can, a fable. Can you explain like, what you mean by like, you know, you start with a small set of tools and then if you do that well, then you naturally are going to expand to a larger set of tools, but then you're probably just going to be overwhelmed at the larger set of tools. And you're mm -hmm. going to need to one day convince yourself how to, you're going to need to remember what you were doing with the smaller set of tools. Mm. It's like minimalism. I mean, it happens all the time. You have to reset. It just, it happens over and over and over again. I mean, it's every time I make something, I, Try, I have to convince myself to do it simple and then it gradually expands and gets out of hand and then you have to just knock yourself and try to simplify it again. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's a really minim minimalistic way of approaching music. I, I think it's, it's a necessity. I mean, it, it always tries to expand and you always have to rein it back in. Yeah. It never ends up being actually minimalistic, unfortunately. Yeah, by the end of it, it's way just out it's yeah and then huge. if it goes and if it goes well then you get the idea that that's like the way you're operating but you have to remind yourself that the only way to yeah hmm. i think that's interesting have have you ever tried starting big and then getting smaller no there's no need to ever do that <laughs> getting small no i don't even know how that would be possible really. <laughs> i just think that's that was an interesting yeah Huh. Yeah, flipping stuff um, around is actually something that I think you like to do. Yeah. I was wondering, do you have any reasons why in particular? I, I don't know why I wouldn't, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. Is that just the way that you've viewed things? I don't know. Seems 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 like common sense to me, but maybe I don't know. 
No, I agree. Hmm. Can I think for a second? Sure. Cool. Hmm. I think we might have to to cut some parts no, of this interview. Like yeah. I don't know. I think I think I'm 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 a little nervous. So sometimes I I I have to improv. Yeah. I have to improv. Yeah. Like we were talking about earlier. And then I, I hope feel you like... don't cut out the I hope you don't cut out the let me think for a minute because that's <laughs> no just no I won't I won't solid gold. And I hope you don't cut out us thinking about whether or not we should cut things out because that's like <laughs> personally that's my favorite kind of content yeah absolute favorite kind of content i've said it before on another show but i don't they might have cut it out i'm not sure i wasn't in charge of editing <laughs> well yeah i guess i won't then i will cut out that one that other part but that's it yeah the other thing that we agreed we wouldn't talk about yeah <laughs> do you is there anything you want to talk about in particular yeah geez everything absolutely everything absolutely everything you know you can tell it, yeah Jeez, I don't know everything. I was gonna say you can tell you can a good way to tell if you're in Arizona instead of Southern California as there's more cactuses. That was pointless. I shouldn't have said that. Um, no worries. Yeah, yeah. I was looking through just talk show appearances, guest talk show, you know, guest appearances on old talk shows to just try to. I mean, I've listened to hundreds of these things, but just listening to try to figure out what the mechanics are mm. like like what's written on the card like try to figure out which where the cues are and which things are prepared and which things mm. aren't because i'm trying to now i already know coming into this i already know sort of like the golden rule which is like genuine is best and like all the hosts and everyone always says well the best ones are the ones where you never get around to talking about what's prepared on the card so it's like fine i've had that in my head for a long time but now that i've done a couple of these at least as a guest and i'm just really disappointed in what's happened or just, just I'm thinking about how to host my own thing, and I'm just thinking I have no idea how to do it. I'm, I'm just sort of trying to teach myself how to do the preparing thing to see mm. if there's anything, anything to that. And you can't, it's not a, uh, you can't learn that in school, and there's not even yeah. any, like, tutorial videos for that either. Yeah. Um, I don't think. Like, how to prepare for, no, I don't know. Maybe there is. Well, actually, there, so I don't know if you've heard of Tim Ferriss. He's a, in my opinion, he's a great podcast host. Mm -hmm. He he's actually there's another podcast called Colin and Samir, mm -hmm. and he went on their podcast and gave them some podcasting advice that I learned about, and that's really what got me going with this show. So I definitely recommend mm -hmm. checking that out if you want to learn more about preparing that's that's mm -hmm. why that's why i asked you when we did our pre-interview call i asked you questions like what would make this interview a win for you i think that's just yeah. a simple question and yeah clearly i think it helps because i mean my past interviews that i've asked that question for they tell me what they think would make it a win mm -hmm. and then i try to do that for them and then they have a good time because of it yeah i'm sure i answered but i don't know you know like i don't know <laughs> what's gonna make it great yeah i think that's okay yeah hmm yeah are there any specific podcasts that you really like 
I don't know. 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 In terms of podcasts that you've been on, you've been on the Vibe Chamber a lot. Yeah. I'm I'm actually going to be... Wait, actually, I should tell you this after call. I don't want to spoil okay. anything. Yeah. That's fair. I think you might have an idea of... I have no idea. No? No, I'm looking forward to it. Cool. Maybe I won't tell you after the call. Okay. Keep it a surprise. Okay. Do you like surprises at all? Do I like surprises? You know, I can think of some examples. I can probably fill both <laughs> categories equally. Good surprises, bad surprises. I was going to ask you, do you like things? Never mind. Do I like things? Things. T-I-T-H-I-N-G. Just yes. things in general? Yeah. Yeah. See what I mean? I mean, yeah. I guess in a world without things, that right. I was trying to. That might suck a little how, bit. I was trying to explain how I felt when you asked me if I like surprises. <laughs> anyway. Hmm. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Yeah, I wrote down. It would be nice to look at the things that I wrote down on this list and think, talk oh, yeah, about whether yeah. I should mention and talk about whether I should mention them or not. You can if you want. Yeah, that's one of the things on the list. Yeah is that I should look at the list and talk about whether or not to mention things on the list. Well, that's one of the things I think you should. Yeah. So far, I think that one was pretty good. Um, it would be, I said, it would be nice to um, avoid saying things I've already said. I think as time goes by, it gets more difficult to remember what you've already said. Yeah. So it's a, have, it's kind of a I, drag. If I, have I done that at all? I have no idea. I haven't seen like, you know, you, you might've maybe like things you've said on previous shows. I hope not. I try not yeah. to, but it you're right, yeah. it does get tricky. Yeah. I think when you get really like a lot older it becomes difficult. Mm. Um yeah, I yeah. think there's even there's science on that with memory spans getting shorter as you get older. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Also, I think it's really cool when when someone says I don't know something. So yeah. that's something I'm trying to do more on my show. Just an answer to a question that you don't know? Yeah. Or that's yeah, a valid answer. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to ask me anything? Yeah, I think no. Um well, let's see. Man, it's devastating to do these. <laughs> um this is a practice run for you. Yeah. No, I don't know. I, th I like I, another thing I wrote down is like I think I'm gonna quit and I can't handle doing this. <laughs> the 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 talking thing. Yeah. Also, I'm not laughing at you, by the way. Yeah. Just I'm kind of a a laugher. Sometimes I my friends even wonder why I laugh so much. Sometimes mm -hmm. I don't even know to be honest. Yeah. But yeah, sorry if that was random. It's okay. So what are the what are the Rubik's cube uh, techniques there? Oh, what do you so, what do you want to what what do you what do you want what's the yeah? I have one right here. Okay. For the listeners who don't know, I Bill asked me a question in our emails, which I won't say, but I mentioned how I can solve a Rubik's cube, and basically, to solve a Rubik's cube, you kind of there's different layers to it, right? I can show yeah. you. I'll, just, I'll, I'll look away too. 
Okay. Tell me when to stop. I have no idea. It looks pretty mixed. Actually, uh, there's okay. Keep going. Um, there still is one row that's seen. No, it's uh, okay. No, it's good enough. That's good. Yeah, I think so. I'm not an expert. Is this by the way? Is this something that's already been? Is this something that's like common knowledge? Like everyone knows how to solve it by now, or no? Is it still? I mean, I don't think so. Maybe okay. Good. unless you're an AI. I certainly don't know about technique. All right, so I'll show you the first the first step. You have to do this, this white cross. You raise it like six inches or so. Yeah, like this. Uh huh. Well, oh, I okay. actually I did not expect to be showing you how to how to do this. So is that easy to just to just get that? Yeah, I you know I I one day I was born and then I just one day you were born and then I just solved a Rubik's cube. That's kind of how it works. Yeah, when you're spinning it, that should be, I, you're off the screen with that. I think it'd be better. No, no, yeah, no, you stop spinning it and then you hold it up. But I'm saying while you're twirling it, could you hold it a little bit higher? I think it, it kind of makes it look like I'm, I'm doing a magic trick though, okay. right? Yeah. Because you don't. Okay. Okay, so you don't want to show you. how to do it. You just, you just want to do it. Yeah, I just want to do it and show you okay. that I've done it. Okay. That's fine. So you don't and want then, to have it on screen. It's halfway. It's exactly halfway on screen. As you and know. then, and then you can kind of guess how I did it. Okay. And then I can tell you if you're right. Yeah, I don't know if I could exactly like. <laughs> like, I don't know. This is a really interesting interview so far. Okay. I think I'm almost done. By the way. Okay. I'm solving a Rubik's cube. That's pretty That's cool, good. I think. That's cool. At least it was it was not off the screen for it was not so significantly off the screen that there is any reason to believe that you cheated and swapped in an alternate cube because but but it was not on screen <laughs> enough to possibly learn any technique at all. So that's totally not what I asked you, but it's okay. Essentially yeah. you just solved a Rubik's cube, which is which is equally a valuable thing to do, I think. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to give away the secrets. Okay, in that case, that's good. But I mean, I guess if you did want to learn the secrets, there's this website called YouTube. Yeah. I think it's a pretty good website, actually. Makes makes sense. Are there any YouTubers that you watch? I don't know. Um, I, don't, I don't even know what that means, honestly. What YouTuber means? You know what I mean? Yeah, because what if it's mm, <laughs> no, no. Is there any? I mean, I mentioned something. I mean, yeah, no, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I just don't. What are the most time. recent videos? Or, hmm. you know what a channel is? Yep. What oh, is the most recent YouTube channel that you watched? Well. Might have been Don Giller, but I was I mentioned I was trying to not name drop. Oh yeah. No, I'm saying I was trying to like do a bit of kind of technical analysis on how um how talk show interviews sort of the mechanics work and try to actually start to detect where the cues were, what came from the card, what was spontaneous, what was not, and so forth. So I kind of went to Martin Short as a go-to 
just because he tends to be really, really top notch usually. But he also mentioned he's very good with the improv and spontaneity. But I think he also mentioned once that he likes to over prepare like a million things just mm. in case, but then not yeah. necessarily use them. So anyway, I was doing some research. And where do you find a lot of Martin Short interviews on a channel like Don Giller? And a lot of. Yeah. So that. Mm. But he's not. Is he a YouTuber? No, I wouldn't call him that. I wouldn't characterize him that because he's been collecting uh, these this stuff um, for 30, 40 years, you know, so he, was, he has you know, warehouses full of videotapes. So I don't think it's, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't, you know what well, I mean? What was a recent guest appearance that you watched? Well, like I said, I was looking up some Martin Short ones. So oh, I was looking at some John, yeah. John Cleese, some John Cleese ones, I think. Yeah. Hmm. From Interesting. 30 years ago. I don't know. Do you watch any comedy videos on YouTube? Or, or just, is there any, are there any videos that, you've watched that you find really funny <laughs> um sorry that's a loaded question i don't know i don't know i don't know hmm. i can't answer that see that's terrible i shouldn't be in this business although i but that no i don't know <laughs> no 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 was that a loaded question? I don't know. It's geez. No, I just couldn't handle it. I just I don't know <laughs> how to comprehend it. I don't know how to answer it. No worries. What other kind of things do you do you do for do you have fun doing besides music? Well, as long as it's not too too personal. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm making a bunch of videos. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Making videos. Language learning actually has been like the main side hobby actually for the last six months. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. You told actually. me. Yeah. So, Did but you... I try not to spend too much time on that because it's not really the main like goal in life, but it's just, if there's any sort of thing to go to, like if I absolutely need like a, a break from the work, I will just sort of, yeah, try to transcribe some Kuhn, Kuhn Sonder shows. Would you mind telling the listeners what language you've been learning? Yeah, yeah, it's the, it's the Netherlands language, Netherlands, Netherlands. Would you say, would you say you can have a conversation in it yet? I can go into a, um, yeah, I can go into like, you know, like a bakery or a coffee shop and I can, I can place an order and do all of that without them switching to English on me. And that may not seem like a huge achievement in the Netherlands, but believe me, it is. No, because yeah. they love english so much they are looking for a chance <laughs> to just skip their native language and speak english now when they speak to them each other native netherlanders uh they they speak dutch normally just fine with bits of english thrown in all the time because english is like the coolest thing in the world like they just throw, throw english in all the time um but they still you know like the dutch language is still the main language and it's but um but if if anyone senses that you are not a native Dutch speaker, 
And if they think you speak English, they're going to switch to English and they'll just keep switching to English. So, yeah, no, I figured out how to get through the basic uh, retail uh, transactions and bakery transactions without them switching. Now, if you're in um, a major city or like a, if you're in Amsterdam, if you're in even just the center of like like Utrecht, Utrecht, for example, and you're in like a, I don't know, some some places there, they will be speaking English, but not it won't be your fault because actually in some of the stores, the people that work there don't speak Dutch. Mm. So that's another thing. Yeah. I think it's funny you say that there, there are some countries that you go to and you try to practice their language and they just, I know switch right away. They don't even let you try. Yeah. So it means basically, it just means you just have to be good. Like you, you, yeah. you just, it's just a higher standard. Like you can't, yeah, basically my thing now, once I realized how how bad that problem is, basically the goal is to be as good as, as they are, to like actually trick you into thinking. That you, that, uh, yeah. Yeah, there was a guy, there was a guy, I was in this sort of exhibit thing for Dutch Design Week, just stumbled upon it. And I was looking at this one exhibit and... He was like, the guy was like six feet away. And he was like, you can control it with your hand. He just started with English just because, I mean, <laughs> it's kind of a international sort of event. But I just said, I just, I just said, Loke. And he immediately started speaking Dutch to me. And I, he was like standing right in front of me. And he's like speaking in Dutch for like 60 seconds. And I was understanding like maybe 45% of what he was saying. <laughs> but I was just savoring that moment. I'm like, this guy thinks... Like I tricked the, this guy on one word and halfway through I said like heck or something. What does that word mean? Loke means like cool and heck means crazy. He was explaining how the thing is controlled by the heat in your hand and it's like the atmosphere and something like that. <laughs> but yeah, no, I just hung back. Yeah, it was, but no, as soon as they figure out that you speak English, they will be on, on English so fast. But uh, yeah. so my strategy is just listening, 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 listening to like talk shows and radio and stuff like that just keep listening and listening and listening until i understand until i understand 100 of what i'm hearing and just wait to start speaking too much because if you start speaking too early i don't know i think I'm, i'll pick up bad habits or something anyway it's just a hobby it's not really it's, it's just what i do sort of you, you mentioned what do i do like yeah yeah i thought that was a great yeah. answer yeah yeah i almost uh, forgot about that yeah i was gonna say i i use duolingo to learn mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but if i'm being honest duolingo it, sometimes it kind of it gives you these it gives you the basics but it also it'll throw you into to the grammar without really explaining why it's doing it mm -hmm. so in japanese for example i'm learning japanese right now mm -hmm. and whenever you say something like he's a doctor Mm -hmm. you, I think you say can I think about it for a second sure I'm very new to learning the language so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's Isha des mm -hmm. and I think doctor comes before he's when you mm -hmm. say it so mm -hmm. stuff like that they don't really yeah. explain yeah and yeah that I don't know Mm -hmm. kind of bums me out mm -hmm. yeah 
That's why you gotta go to other sources and stuff. Mm -hmm. Do you, when you learn, do you, do you read articles and stuff? Well, reading is cool, but I want to say, I think listening, I want to say listening is the most important. It's great if you can listen and read at the same time. Yeah. I mean, that's nice because I don't want to just have garbage spelling. So I do want to be like, you know, basically in tune with how to spell. But if you read too much and don't hear what you're reading, then you're going to have all kinds of bad things going on. You know, you bad pronunciation. I guess one way you could do that is read, read an article and have a text-to-speech. Yes, text-to-speech is okay, but it's still not going to be as good as a real person speaking. Yeah. Actually, it could be almost as good, but it's still it's always going to be better than a real person speaking. And just yeah. real conversation. Oh, yeah, things, sure. things like just, yeah, wacky things that are like normal. Yeah. That's... Just, just, just certain patterns of speech that people do all the time that you just can't learn in school. Yeah, that's, that's honestly, I think, why language and even just socializing is so tricky because yeah. it's one of those things you have to just, you have to push yourself to do. Mm -hmm. So I think mm -hmm. that's interesting. Are there any other languages you'd want to learn in the future? Yeah, you know, I've just recently had sort of spontaneous Desire. ambition to, yeah, just to like learn them all. And like, I'm aware of the sheer impossibility of that. Have I said this before? I'm quite sure I probably said this at least a couple of times before. Yeah, no, it's at this point, at least as of, as of, uh, as of right now, it's probably not possible for me to learn every language in the world but i sure wish i could so but for some reason i've been start i've started with that one and that's that's the one i'm doing i almost i want to learn i want to learn spanish french and italian all at the same time <laughs> but i don't know if i'm going to get to that i want to learn those all at the same time because they all seem like kind of close cousins and they all seem like if you do all three at the same time you can kind of converge on well i've heard latin somehow so i've heard from my mom because she she knows French or mm -hmm. I don't know how much of it she knows, but I think she told me once that it's tricky to learn, learn, I forget which ones it is. It's French and is it French and Italian that are similar or is it? French, Italian, and Spanish are all very similar. Spanish and Italian are probably extremely similar. Yeah. I think she was Spanish telling me Italian. that it, it gets tricky to learn multiple languages that are similar like that. Because okay, that's fair. Just that's because fair. when when you're learning it, it's so similar. You mix it. You mix yeah. it together. Yeah, it's true. French. I French was in um in school. I had French for many years, so there is some French, but it doesn't add up to fluency. I mean, it's many years of like school French, but it still doesn't add up to fluency. And now, after like less than a year, like my Dutch is actually, I'm quite sure, is better than my French now. Um. Anyway, I have some French kicking around in there. I think traveling to, to those places is a huge way of progressing. That's pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, I actually, I, I told you this, but for the listeners who don't know, I went to Italy last year. I also went to Mexico for a year, actually. Um, not a year, sorry. <laughs> last year? I mean, last year, yeah. I went, yeah. I went for a month, though. Mm -hmm. And I learned so much by going, I think, you learn a lot just by being there and yeah. observing that you couldn't have done 
if you stayed yeah. at home and researched mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Well, what you can do at home is find a lot of genuine conversational content. Yeah, on but you also you get conversations. more I think you get more when you actually travel there because you're there in person. You are and... there, but are you allowed to eavesdrop on strangers having conversations for extended you... periods of time? Well, I mean, as long as you don't look like you're doing it. Yeah. You might get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you can expose yourself to like more hours of like listening very closely to genuine conversations where they don't know you're there. I mean, they're not worried about they're not worried about trying to make sure you understand or anything like that. If you're just sitting in a coffee shop, they're not going to think you're purposely eavesdropping. No, right, 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 right. You know, but if you're on a but if if you have a video, then you can back it up and you can work on it and you can transcribe it and you can do all kinds of things. Yeah, that's true. I'm thinking of uh, there's two two guys that I know that are very good role models in terms of language learning. And they're both for Japan. You might you might know I'm talking about one of them is a channel called Matt versus Japan. And sounds familiar. Another one is Ken. I can't remember the guy's name. I just can't remember the guy's name. I could probably figure it out. Is he, both of these? Hmm? Sorry, is he? Is one of them? The second one you mentioned is he? Is someone that goes around and, and tricks people? He makes them think he doesn't speak the language, and then he speaks no, no, it. No, 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 no. Okay. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Sorry. No. Uh, no, but both of those guys, what they have in common is they're very into the like listen. Listen, 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 listen. Like get to almost where you can understand 100% before you even worry about speaking. That's sort of a not, it's not an approach that everyone agrees with, but it's, I think the one that I think is pretty good. Anyway, they do extremely well and they can, they can speak extremely well. Um, oh, and I think they both said, or at least one of them, uh, both of them said that the main core of the, the main um, uh, amount of, of, of their improvement was while they were not in Japan. Oh, really? Yeah. Which could only be true in the internet age where you yeah. have exposure to massive amounts of, you know, video content conversations. Wow. And, but then you, then you go there and for a few months to like tighten, tighten the screws, you know, but um, yeah, I don't know. I've heard a number of people say that if you just listen and listen and listen and listen, I mean, these guys, like, these guys are like, they would listen to like content for like hours, two years. And hours. Oh. like just like years many many months and a a language like japan coming from english you're going to listen to a long time and still understand absolutely nothing like there's a long time where it's but eventually eventually yeah eventually you start getting somewhere and you have to listen for hours and hours a day to a long time and you well yeah and you have to do active listening too, active and passive like you do have to spend some time where you're you know trying to like study it and trying to break it apart and trying to learn things. And then other times put it in the background. It's also pretty good to take things that you have studied and learned and then put those on in the background. I don't know. There's all kinds of different combinations of things. I don't know. I don't know. A lot of different theories about, about language learning. I think I only got into language learning the past, past year. I think, I think there's different types of learning processes and, yeah. I mean, I don't, I actually don't know. Do you know about the whole, the audio learner thing? And I think it's called, can it, can I, sorry, can I look this up really quick? Sure, sure. There's visual learners and then audio learners and then mm-hmm. hands-on. But I've heard okay. that that's not actually true. Because I mean, 
people can have different ways of learning and it can Sure. change. I was wondering, what do you think about, about learning and if your, if your process changes over time? Yeah, could be. Yeah. Definitely many, yeah, many, many different types of learning. Too many different types of learning to fully accurately describe with simplified terms such as hands learner, audio learner, visual learner. Yeah, that probably is not sufficient enough to describe the Yeah. uh, complexity of the different types of uh, learning. But yeah, lots of different types of learning. I think I think one person is likely to remain fairly similar in their style of learning over the course of their life, but it also could change. I don't know if that was a constructive Yeah. answer at all, No. but uh, That that was what I was looking for. yeah. Also, please let me know if I'm interrupting you too much or anything. You're cool. You're cool. I Yeah, I try I, not to. I could. No, I'm sure I do the same thing too. Yeah. Can I think for a second? Sure. Have you ever done any counterpoint training? You know, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. That word must mean more than I think it means because if it means what I think it means, it's not a very useful word. So, I actually don't know what it means either, but... yeah, I'm not too worried about it because like I know how to like make music and I know how to like, I mean, I believe it has something to do with like multiple things going on at the same time. But I mean, I've been doing music for many, many, many years with, multiple things going on and like, you know, It's not a need for you. it, I mean, I know what I'm doing and there's a lot of different things you can do too. I don't know if that's, I don't know. I've, I've never had a need for the word counterpoint. So I, it might, I don't know what it means. I guess I don't need to ask what it means for you then. Yeah. <laughs> also, am It's, I having it's any? one of those words. It's what, sorry. It's one of those words. You're I think good. it's one of those words where I think if, I don't know. No, I shouldn't say this. It seems like one of those words that you think it means more than it does. I don't know. It seems like most people have heard the word, but they think it's over their head, which is kind of bad news because I think it's not really over anyone's head. You know, I mean, if you just start doing stuff, you'll, You figure it out. it'll be just fine. Yeah, I don't I think it's I feel like it's a word that people like to think of as. over their head even though it's not Hmm. a thing. I don't I don't know. No, I think that's I really interesting. don't know. I don't know. Yeah, there's... I'm trying to think what, what other types of... I mean... Music theory gets really complicated. sometimes and i think there's there's a lot of different i guess aspects to it that maybe maybe there's just a lot of confusion and over time stuff it gets so complicated it's hard to actually learn and how to actually apply everything into music yeah i that doesn't make sense to me like i think the way you just said apply some sort of theory into music i i think it works the other way i think you take the music and apply and then it to the theory. if you if you want to you can try to come up with a theory 
yes. for what's going on or what makes it good or what makes it this. And you can come up with some things in a certain time period or in a certain artist's work or in a certain group of songs, or maybe you get hip to a certain thing that you're doing for six months and you can make a theory about patterns that occur within that. And that's something, but that'll change. I mean, you can find a different way to do it and then you can break it. So you never want to take the rule first and then try to apply it to the music. I mean, yeah, no, you can, yeah. Music is, um, you, you cannot pin music down and that's the reason it works so well. But there's plenty of things you can say about it and you can make theories from music, but it, I think you get into trouble once you start thinking that those theories are gonna be nailed to the wall anywhere and be a prescription for anything. And I think a lot of people think that that's what it is and I don't think it's that way. I think you yeah. run into trouble if you try to think that way. Which is again why, like a word like music theory is one of those words that just makes the the screws like pop right out of my brain, and I don't even <laughs> know how to think clearly anymore. Yeah, I think. What was I thinking? <laughs> Hold on. Sorry. I think. For me, I guess I think a lot about this stuff, but I don't really know how to actually talk about mm -hmm. about that stuff. So mm -hmm. I th I think that's why maybe I might use words like that and not entirely be correct. That's cool. Well, I think what I was trying to say was there is no correct in that way. That's a good point. I mean, music is magic. Music is like a magical thing. Yeah. It literally is magic. It's like, how did, how is that doing what it's doing? You know? And it's, it's kind of infinite. Right. Yeah. There's infinite things you can do with it. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's always going to have ways of whatever theories you have about it. That's fine. But you're, then you, you can always do something that goes against that. And it starts to become a good idea to go against, you know, making rules, breaking them, making rules, breaking them. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. Wow. Can I take a breather? Yeah. Cool. I think I'm, I think I'm a little worried. I might be asking dumb questions to you. Sometimes. No, that's fine. I'm, <laughs> I'm worried. I'm giving terrible answers. So. <laughs> It's fine. I, I, I'm a little worried that I'm all over the place for, for the listeners, especially. Mm -hmm. But is there anything you want to talk about? Other than everything? Um, yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I think that's also a good question to ask when you start your show. Just if you, if you ever don't have any questions, you can... Mm -hmm. See. yeah it's, it's it's tough because there is i don't know though i don't know it's, it's sometimes it's hard to put put that on the spot like that i don't think so it, there's I mean, a it... lot of things to talk about there's like so many things to talk about like I, I you know you could analyze the shape of the um shape of this chair you know i mean like true what shape is do it you, do you think about numbers a lot or no numbers i'm not so much i'm not good at math Oh, that's cool. But what what were you gonna say? I already said it. Do you think about numbers or no? Oh, that's it. 
No, I don't. <laughs> well, if you had said if you had said yes, maybe there would have been a different thing, but you said no, and that's cool. Yeah, that, that's that's why. I, I guess I don't know. It's funny how how I did that. I you asked that, and for some reason, I thought you were gonna ask something else. I just assumed that that would happen. Well, I think if you had said yes, I would have. Maybe you would have said something. Maybe you would have said something along with that. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. I think it's interesting. Yeah. If if I did think say that I think about numbers a lot, and I actually do, then that creates yeah. a ripple, and it's like the butterfly effect. Who knows what we could be talking about? You know, right? But but the thing is, is that that's not actually the answer. So there's no. I mean, we have to now assume that you're a totally different person who does think about numbers. So you maybe you'd say, yeah, I think about oh, yeah. it in this way or this or that, but that's not you. Maybe in, in another timeline. Yeah. What do you think about it's time? Not, it's, time? Um, well, yeah. Time is something. It's weird, when, it's weird to me when people talk about time travel. Mm, yeah. Because time, as if it's like, oh, what if? time travel but time travel is already happening the, yes it's the only way that we are able to travel time <laughs> is required for travel like go somewhere and then look at the time it'll be different from when you left so yeah it bugs me out a little bit that like people talk about time travel as if it's some other thing that well that's usually, actually the only usually what people mean is i guess traveling to the past mm -hmm. because that's i don't think that's something we've been able to do yeah and then but then it's like you, you need a whole lot more specifics like there's yeah. a whole bunch of things that go along with that like logistically there's like a thousand different things that that could logistically mean and i think none of them i think all of them break logistically yeah it's also really hard to think about time because time is infinite <laughs> yeah it is pretty weird to think that now is different from now yeah that's pretty weird that's really weird yeah yeah it is pretty weird but and, I yeah think wow gradually as my life goes by i'm gradually starting to get a, hand, a handle on it i think um do you ever feel like time moves faster as you get older well yeah i mean there's yeah in a way, yeah, it does. I think everyone says that, and there is definitely some truth to that. Yeah, I think I'm. I kind of feel that way, even though I'm. I think I'm still relatively young, but yeah, I mean the years and stuff go faster. But but in terms of time on a short scale, like in the scale of seconds and or like musical timing, no, I don't oh, notice yeah. any difference. I don't notice any difference with that. I don't notice any difference with the pacing of dialogue or anything like that. But in terms on a scale of years and months and years yeah does that ever bother you of course i think it bothers yeah. me, me sometimes it'll bother you soon yeah it bothers everyone yeah it's it's tricky there's so much to think about with time too just mm -hmm. because life itself is so short yeah and there's so much that we want to do we have so little time it's kind of it makes me feel more grateful, honestly, though. Right. What do you think? Yeah, I don't know. Um, 
I just don't know. There's, there's, there's a, have I said this on another show already? I think I might have said this already. No yeah. worries. There's, um, yeah, no, it's, it's kind of natural for people to come around to like thinking, well, it's good that we don't live forever and we should be glad that we don't live forever because it means that it's gonna, you know, we'll be more glad about the time we do have and like, okay, fine. Like I see that argument, but at the same time, sometimes I think that's just a pretty lame argument. Like, no, nah, I wish, I wish I, I, I wish I could live 20,000 times longer because I, I really think there is that much stuff to do. I really think, like I mentioned, I want to learn every language and stuff like that. I want to go to, I want to visit every corner of the globe. You know, there is a lot of stuff I wish I could do that I don't have time to do. So I'm not sure. Um, I, I do think it's a real drag. Yeah. What do you think about yeah, the phrase? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. What do you think about the phrase time is money? I mean, I see what I see what I see what it's getting at. Yeah. And in, in terms of in, I, in context, I see what it means. And yeah, it makes sense. That's a, it's a business statement. It's a statement about productivity and business. Makes sense. Sorry, would you like to go ahead and say what you were going to say? Oh, something about a, I don't know, something about a, a book that where the moral of the story is like that you should be glad that you don't live forever. Yeah. Yeah. There's also the whole, the whole story of the fountain of youth, I think is really interesting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, think, I don't know if I've ever actually read it. What, what is that from? Is it just an old? There was a book that was required reading when I was in school. Now that does not mean that I read it. Yeah. per se but i was in class during the days when everyone was talking about it I, it was a yellow themed book i think it's called tuck everlasting but it's like a yellow themed book the book is yellow wait sorry how do you say it? It. tuck everlasting is this even a real book am i making this up i didn't read it i was just in class when it was being it's probably been remade oh look it's a film it's probably been remade oh look it was remade as a film <laughs> now it's a it's a book natalie babbitt anyway i didn't read it so i shouldn't be talking about it but if I recall correctly, it's about a family who lives forever. And I believe somewhere in the book, it's kind of realized one way or another that they don't really want to be living forever. And it's sort of like this moral of the story. It's like, you know, it's like, okay, here's if people could live forever, but they don't really want to live forever. So great. We should be glad that we don't live forever. But recently I've been sort of questioning that and thinking, no, it is a, a damn shame that we can't live here but you know mm -hmm. everything would be different everything would be very 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 different yeah i mean i have thought about this a lot if you really live forever everything would be really 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 different like yeah. actually forever it'd be really different i don't like, know if... nothing would be the same language wouldn't exist yeah. the way it is nothing would be the way it is i don't even so know i if... don't know i don't even know if we could imagine what it'd actually be like yeah i mean you'd spend forever just analyzing like piece of dirt you know <laughs> i mean you could Before. you really could yeah and but but there'd be even more and no, i don't know i don't know yeah yeah it yeah. makes yeah i mean i guess a lot of what we do there's kind of a driving force behind everything since i, I mean that driving force is time mm -hmm. and because of that we mm -hmm. we have to really I guess 
focus more on what we actually want to do. Yeah. So I think it's a good, a good lesson. Can I think for a second? Yeah. If you want, you can steal that, by the way, when you do your own show. I might. I wasn't going to, but I might. It's it's it works. It it's it just gets better. I don't know. <laughs> you, you were you were doing that before when we were talking, and I was like, wow, that's really something. I wonder if that'll I wonder if that actually flies. <laughs> um, like on the show. Have you said that before on the on these yeah, uh I have. Ah, that's wonderful. Yeah. Have did has any have you heard anyone else say it like that or is that your thing? I I'm trying to think. I might I I might have stolen it from somewhere. But yeah. well it's worth stealing because it's it's good. Yeah, I I don't it's really It's so simple too. It's such a simple thing, you know. Exactly. That's why I do it. Yeah. What's something you're excited for? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Sorry, I need to think for a second. Yeah. What do you think about about space? Space. Space. Like physical. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. yeah. Or are you talking about? realms that are outside of the earth's space that that okay technically earth is well space. i have i promise you i've absolutely never been there so <laughs> and i happen to know that it's very different from anywhere in here you're missing gravity you're missing breathable air and that's not the only thing that's different. Like, I think it's, it's like really, really, really different. Like light is all different because everything's different. Everything's different. So what am I to think about? Like, who, how can I possibly think about it? Like, it's, I don't know anything about it. Are, are there any, I guess, topics about space that you're interested in? Maybe like stars or. Well, I don't, I don't know. I think. Ah, uh, gosh. <laughs> One of my recurring problems is I don't really know what a topic is. Seriously. Um, I guess. Yeah. I guess it would be an idea. Terrible. Um, or... I Sorry, know. I feel like I'm I'm not making sense right now. No, you're cool. It's probably it's probably me. I feel like it's probably me. I don't know. I don't know. I've never been. I've never been out there, so I just don't know. I mean, it's no. I don't know. I just don't know. That's okay. I just don't know. I have a no. Mm, yeah, no, I don't know. I do have. I don't know. Yeah, I have a. Ahead. I have a poster above yeah. my bed, and it's called the chart of cosmic exploration, and it. Uh -huh. It just has all the the planets aligned. Maybe I can show you. Would you mind? Is it sure? Yeah. Is it the stuff that we've done so far? What do you mean? Oh. Exploration. I don't think my my camera actually yeah, reaches fine. enough. Okay. Well, that's kind of what it looks like. And basically, it has all the planets aligned, and it has a bunch of different satellites. I've got it. Hold on. I've got it. Can you see it online? You can You can reset. I think I've got it. Can I get it in a way that's going to... This is going to be a really interesting episode, by the way. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I was just... That was why I was thinking about it. Because this, this refers to what we've done so what, far? Sorry. What do you mean? 
like human exploration like what we've yeah 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 that, that's what it showing means. like are these are these our uh satellites and stuff telescopes yeah those are our stuff yeah 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 unless yeah unless there's any alien ones on there i don't think so yeah. though yeah i'd hope not yeah do you believe in yeah, aliens they're, they're always getting further with that what do you think about aliens well i don't know for me i think i think aliens could be out there mm -hmm. but we have no idea of what they look like and i i don't think it's really yeah it 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 seems like uh i mean one way of thinking of it is like the evolutionary trajectory that we're in is so quick so quick like i mean we're on a thing where we're on a we're we're on a trail of discovery and improvement and breakthrough and you discover fire and then suddenly you discover everything else 10 times quicker and then you discover language and then suddenly you discover everything else 10 times quicker and then you discover rockets and then you discover everything else 10 times quicker still and then computers are invented and then you can do everything else 10 times quicker and da -da 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 -da. so now like just in the past hundred years we're like so much further than we were before so like everything's getting faster and faster and like going from like you know non-human regular animal to like suddenly being human and now everything that we do and now computers and da -da -da -da. it's so fast right that any any quicker any more than that any more progress than that and we're gonna like you know invent ourselves out of the bounds of uh time and space entirely so it's like we're saying like is there anyone else out there but i mean it's really like it seems like if you advance kind of the way we're advancing like you advance so much and then you pretty much disappear or something i mean it's mm. like the window is so small wow well it's so so yeah it's so small but at the same time it's not if you I mean, I mean, I don't know what I'm talking about, really. With time, like we were talking about earlier, it seems it seems small, but maybe it's really not. Mm -hmm. In the grand scheme of scheme of things, mm -hmm. sorry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't really know where I'm going with this. Yeah. I wish I could understand more of that stuff. I feel like you have a lot more understanding than me. Mm. I can't. Well, I'm not. I'm not sure. I don't know if I know anything necessarily, but. Well, I think There's, you're better at describing it. Some people, yeah, some people wonder why, why we haven't seen anybody out there because it's like, if, if there's anyone who's as advanced as us, it's like we're only going to be as advanced as we are for a tiny, tiny, tiny period of time because we're getting more advanced extremely, extremely, extremely quickly. So the little tiny window of time where someone is just as advanced as we are is extremely small. So if you get any further than this, you know, like, I mean, I don't know. It seems you like disappear. if there's, or you conquer the entire, conquer like, the entire universe, pretty much. I guess yeah. I don't know. It depends if there's anyone else, or maybe even I, other universes, if that's a thing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know. I just don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I wouldn't consider myself an expert on this. Yeah.
I I don't know. It's all interesting. Hmm. Also, let me know again if if I'm interrupting. I I think that's I. cool. No, I probably do it more than you. Well, I I I really feel bad for the listeners if I do that. So I hope I'm not. Anyway, I'm gonna move on. That's cool. How are you doing right now? I'm okay. Cool. We've whoa. We've been doing this for two hours. I think is that cool yeah. with you? Yeah, that's all right. If it's all right with you, I mean, it's yeah, it's show. cool with me. You have you have to take responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think. I don't know. Maybe maybe it'd be better to actually end it soon if I can't. Sure. If I can't think of, a lot. But I might take a moment. When you when you play jazz, do you think it's better to not think about scales? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let me rephrase that a different way. When you're speaking, do you think it's better to not think about letters in the words? No. Or you I think mean, it's better to think you, I mean, you think it's better to think about the letters and the words or or no? I mean no. Okay. I hope that wasn't an egregious analogy, but I think that's the right analogy. No, I think yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So it's more about the meaning. I mean you just you just do it. I don't know. First of all, okay, if you're talking about notes and different sets of notes and lists of notes, I don't really I don't know. I don't scale is not the way I would think to group notes. Um, I mean, there's different ways of organizing the notes and grouping the notes. The first way that comes to mind is like every note on the instrument. If you're yeah. playing an instrument like a piano, it's like all the notes are there. They're just all there. They're all there. And I wouldn't even think of them in order, like from low to high. They're just, they're just all there. So, okay. So those are the notes that you can choose from. So that's the way I would think about it. I don't know. Can you explain yeah. what you mean by you don't think about it from low to high? Well, they're just all there. I mean, you don't. You're not gonna. You're not gonna play them in order from low to high, or from high oh. to low necessarily. They're just all there. Like the the, yeah. the potential. The potential is there for you to play any note, or not play any note, at any time. Yeah. So so you have not only which note to play but you have whether or not to play a note right people talk about scales as if it's like which note should they play but what about the possibility of not playing a note even if you're only allowed to play one note like the same note there's still like a world of things to think about yeah rhythm like note on note off how long the note is how loud the note is when to play it and when to not play it so there's still a world of things there. So I guess if you say scale, it almost kind of doesn't even, it's like, it doesn't even pay attention to like all of that. So, and yeah, there is, there, there will be often like, okay, you will find yourself in a situation sometimes where you will notice that you have a set of notes likely to be used. And sure, they will be, something like C, D, E, F, G, A, for example. Maybe not even the B, but I don't know. Scale implies that it's always going to be like a list of steps 
full step, half step, and then it'll continue to reach the thing. But that's not really, that's just not the way it goes usually in, in real life. It just is not the way it goes. So I just don't think of it that way. I think, yeah, I just don't think of it that way. Well, I think you just blew my mind, honestly. If you want to play, also jazz is one of these words that makes my head explode because it, it, jazz originally was a genre, was a genre of pop. It was like popular music. And then it turned into something else. And then it turned into something else. And then it turned into three different things. And then it turned into four different things. And then at a certain time period, jazz actually just means instrumental music. And then, but it, it means, so by now it means like 50 different things. So I'm not even sure like what we mean. But if you're talking about like improvising or jazz over, over a song, let's say you, you're talking about like improvising over a song. Like you have a song, like popular song, and you want to play it and then mess around and improvise it. Let's say, yeah, first thing is just the song. Just play the song. That's yeah. pretty much what it is. The song is the song will take you all the way there. Yeah. And then just like, just like, and then try not to goof around. And you probably will end up goofing around. <laughs> try to avoid goofing around before you even finish playing the, the head or the first, you know, iteration of the melody. And you almost, it'll be so irresistible to goof around. So I don't know. Just play the song and goof around. Yeah, do you know who Victor... His... Sorry, I always blank out on names. If I'm going to look it up really quick if it's okay. I think... Sorry, one second, if that's okay with you. I think it's Victor Wooten. Yeah, Victor mm -hmm. Wooten. I don't know if mm -hmm. you're familiar with him. Mm-hmm. I saw an interview with him recently and he was talking to another guy named Rick Beto mm -hmm. and he said something like he gives, I think he was talking about students and how he gives his students permission to play at their worst. Mm -hmm. And then over time or not over time, I just, I think by doing that, eventually they're going to play so good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think, it's a good trick. Yeah. I think that kind of relates to what you were saying. Well, I mean, definitely it's a good trick to try to like just play, see how bad you can play because yeah, music is a magical thing and you never know what's going to make it tick. I mean, people have been trying to capture what it is that's going to make this music good all the time, every time. And like a, like a mischievous child, you know, as soon as the music finds out that you are trying to force it to be a certain thing, it will run away. It will just try to do the opposite thing. So music is just funny like that. So sometimes you can trick it by doing the opposite, by trying to make it bad. And it ends up good sometimes. And then vice versa. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think... I'm going to have a lot of thinking to do, honestly, after our our interview. I mean, I know a lot of stuff you keep saying that it's called. Oh, By the way, are you doing, are you doing, uh, are you doing, um, are you going to have both cameras on screen at the same, uh, all, yeah. all the time? Are you going to switch to, okay. Yeah. I was wondering if I was, if I just nodded at something you were saying, I was wondering if that was going to trigger a camera change. Because <laughs> it wouldn't, it wouldn't have triggered a camera change if it was audio triggered. No, uh, I, I think I like. I'm the one who's interrupt. I'm the one who's interrupting you. I'm sorry I, about that. No, it's okay. I mean, I think I worry about it too much when I, I don't know. 
Anyway, I was going to say, what was I going to say? Also, don't worry about interrupting me. It's all good. Oh yeah, I was going to say I like I like the the two by, side by side more and from at least for my show. I just think it's in, in terms of a conversation it's better when you can see both people talking. Yeah. And you can see each person's facial expressions and Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I think it's okay if other shows do it, but for me personally What do you think about microtones? I mean, first, I mean, I've been asked about this many times oh. and I always have to take a deep breath whenever I'm asked about that. But the first thing I have to do is say, what do you mean by that? What I mean by it, I guess, is the notes in between the notes. Right, but which ones? I, I kind of already answered this earlier because I said what I want is 12 tet, but I also want all the pitches, full range of pitches, Ooh, you know, in the voice, trombone, pitch bend. So that's, it's nice of a full range or 12 tet. I've discovered that I'm really not interested in any other system of in-tune discrete notes other than 12 tet. And it's weird for me to say that I'm so into 12 tet, but like I said, like I was talking about before, went down that rabbit hole, I was way, way, way more impressed with 12 tet than I expected to be. But what did you mean by microtones? So I don't have an exact definition, but I guess a way for me to describe it would be kind of like someone saying like, uh, and then oh, sure. the, yeah. the gliding. The you full know? of the full range of pitch. Yeah. I of guess course, that's, yeah. that's what I'm thinking Essential. Of. Essential. We're using it right now as we speak. Yeah. In the melody of our talking. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't have a definition for it though. So yeah. I'm sorry about that. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. No, definitely want that. That's why I use my voice. It's why, well, I probably don't even know. Yeah. I mean, singing stuff, you know, yeah, you slide things. I don't, um, you can do it with well, the instruments too. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you, do you, in whatever program that you use, do you do that with with recordings that aren't aren't necessarily live instruments? So I guess MIDI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can bend. I bend things. Sure. I mean, you'll hear something like like I'll bend. Sometimes I'll set the bend to be a full octave bend. Sometimes and you know, take a chord and do that. It's kind of nice. Sorry, I don't know why why I just thought asked that. Yeah. I was going to ask, I guess, do you, do you have to focus really hard on every detail of the bend when you do it for how long it bends for how far down the bend goes and, or if it goes down and then the it kind goes back of, up? Well, the kind of bend that I was just talking about, I mean, there's a lot of different ways you could do it, but I mean, you put it on the wheel. Yeah. The modulator. Usually the spring loaded wheel. I, you can put it on either one. Yeah. Put it on either one, but spring-loaded one is typically the one that's a pitch bend and yeah sometimes i'll set that to be 12 step which means 12 half steps which means a full octave cool sometimes even two if necessary i mean depending if i'm doing sound effects yeah i might do that something like that 
I think that's interesting. Also, I, I've realized whenever whenever I am asking you something, I think after if I don't know what to say, I I I think I might say I might ask if I can think too much. No. Yeah, Do well, you think I don't know. so? I, I I actually I think that's so cool. I just think that's so cool. It's I the the closest nah yeah, I just, I just think it's so cool. It's, it's just it's just I yeah. I just worry about I, I, it. I don't have. I don't know. You actually. You 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 can you can you can worry about it because uh, no, it doesn't bother me. I don't know if it bothers anyone else, but it doesn't bother me. Cool. Yeah, I guess that actually. Maybe I should not care too much, and instead, if just have a just focus more on just talking to you. I think maybe that. instead of thinking too much about it being a interview that might help me yeah i don't know easier so. said than done probably anyway yeah i think it, it might be a good time to end it if you're okay with that sure yeah cool well i guess i'll say thanks everyone for listening to today's episode I think I had a really fun time talking to you, Bill. And I really appreciate you joining me. I actually, when I reached out to you, I, I genuinely didn't think I'd get a response back. I just, because sometimes with, with when you're reaching out to people, you know, you don't know. If, yeah. The tricky part is just getting getting a message back for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I'm really thankful that, that you wanted to hop on. And yeah. I hope you had a good time too. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Thank you. And Thank you. th that's it for the episode. Thank you all for listening. I upload every Friday and you can listen on Spotify and Apple podcast and that's about it. See you next Friday.